The Beat Church, bringing you messages of inspiration, hope, and freedom. Turn up the volume and get ready for the truth that will set you free. Um, so I'm going to bring up Pastor Art. The next, just real quick, the next four, the next three weeks, this is how we're working because we've been sharing and having multiple people share the last month in November. We were doing teams and stuff. Today, Pastor Art sharing. Next week, my dad is coming over from Washington State. Yep. And me and my dad are preaching together. And uh, this has never been done in the history of the earth. We're going to preach together. You will not want to miss it. It's going to be super fun. We're going to be talking about divine appointments and how God wants to work through each of us to waste an extra four or five hours there talking to somebody about something about God and then praying with them. So he's going to be there and here imparting some of that to us. And so I'd encourage you to come out and be a part of that and hear what he has to say um, because, honestly, it'll probably never happen again. It's probably a one-shot deal, and it's going to be worth being there. So, Pastor Art, you want to come up? And let's give him a hand. He's going to preach today on get our Christmas season started. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Amen. Well, praise the Lord. You know, it's first of all, you know, we're celebrating the last year here to get ready for the new year. What a better way to be celebrating, but celebrating Jesus, preparing us for the new year. And I, I just thank the Lord for Pastor Andy and allowing me to share the word because it's a privilege to share the word. And for him to be able to just share with everybody that wants to share, that's pretty powerful. And uh, so I just take it as a privilege that he lets me share with you, his sheep, and not to take it lightly, but it's a true blessing to be able to share the word of God, his love. So Andy and Miss Carrie, thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a family here and allowing me to, to share the word with you guys here. I know, Andy, that's pretty, that's pretty uh, wonderful that you do that and letting others come up and, and share their gifts. So, listen, guys, let's pray. Father, we just thank you today for the word that you're uh, preparing. And, Lord, that you minister to us today. And we give you all the praise, the honor, and glory. Speak to us this morning because we came expecting to hear from you. We came knowing that the word of God brings life. It's spirit and life, and it brings life to our spirit, to our bodies. And, Lord, it, it helps us to strengthen ourselves and make spiritual decisions instead of fleshly decisions. So we thank you for that today. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. Amen. I want to share with you today, uh, like Andy said, it's Christmas. And Christmas always brings gifts. Or some people say presents. And... There's a gift, the gift of the Father, the gift of the Son, and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Each one gave a gift. How many of you here already have any presents or gifts yet underneath the tree? Or have you bought any gifts for somebody that you might care about? You know, I always say, you know, Pastor, I always say I'm going to get it done early, and I'm still just barely starting. And sometimes it was the last day. But the thing is, you want to get something for somebody. You want to get a gift. 
And, and so there's gifts out there because we want to give to someone that we love, someone that we care, our families. And listen, how many of you like receiving gifts? Anybody here doesn't like receiving gifts? If you don't like it, give it to me. I'll take it. I still enjoy receiving gifts. Even, even from a small kid, even to now, even to today, our uh, gifts and Christmas, our birthday gift. But we enjoy receiving gifts. Some people call it, you know, as December comes, it calls, you know, Christmas spirit. I just call it, it's a gift of God that we celebrate. God is about giving. And so, you know, I put some, my gifts already here. Look, I got some gifts here. Any, any of you ever, when you see gifts underneath the tree, wonder which one has your name on it? I used to, and I was, well, let's see. Oh, this one's Pastor Art. Look at this, to Pastor Art from the Holy Spirit. Thank you. You know, and, and this is what I want to share with you today because God has given gifts. And have we opened those gifts? Because I know when you see a gift that has your name on it, you probably know there's probably a shirt some, or, or a sweater or something because in the box it's in. You ever try to guess what it is? Look at this one. Isn't this nice? This is my wife's. I better give it back. This is a pretty gift the way it's wrapped. So you look at that and you wonder what's in there. Is this for me? Well, this doesn't have my name on it. But most of the time, you know, Christmas is about giving. And, you know, growing up, some of my Christmases weren't that good. Some Christmas when, when uh, things happened, my mom and dad got divorced that first year. There was no presents underneath the tree. And it was, it was a sad Christmas. But my mom just got together and just, just, we just prayed. She closed the, the windows and, and said, man, I don't like Christmas. No gifts underneath the tree. Maybe that happens. But listen, God doesn't want that. God has placed a tree and it's the cross. And at the cross, God gave us gifts. He gave the greatest gift of all. And that's the gift of eternal life. I want to share a few scriptures with you. I've got a... Oh, did somebody... Oh, there's the time. There's the time. I got the time right there, Pastor. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. So let's, let's, let's just look. The gift of the Father. The Father gave us gifts. Now, many of you that are fathers today, man, it brings not only joy for you to receive gifts, but how many of you fathers love to see the joy that it puts on your children when they open up a gift? When you see that they open up the gifts, man, it puts joy. And look at John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, for God so loved the world that he what? What did he do? He gave. And we know that scripture. That was the first scripture I got when I first came to the Lord. God gave. He came and it says he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Notice that it says he gave not just to Pastor R, but it says he gave to the world. He didn't just give to a certain individual. God loves us so much he gave to the world. He gave his only begotten son to die for the world. But listen, that gift has been there for 2,000 years, or really, that gift has been there for over 2,000 years, and there's still people today that haven't opened up that gift. There's people today that see that gift. Look, that's, it says to, to, it has your name on it, but you won't open it. Maybe they don't know it's there. 
Maybe they're missing because we, we've commercialized Christmas so much we forgot. We are representatives and ambassadors for Christ. And we should be sharing the gift of God to the world. But yes, we enjoy gifts. Don't get me wrong. Bring them on. Anything that says Dallas Cowboys, right, Carrie? I'll take it, man, and I'll wear it. I wore one at the men's breakfast. Somebody, hey, man, you've got your dirty shirt on. But we enjoy it. Whatever it is, it's a gift. So there's people out there that haven't opened the gift of what? Salvation. Look at Romans 5, 15. I want to share a few scriptures really quick with you here today. And listen, sometimes it's really not about the material things. You know, yes, the nice car, yes, the things that we get, the clothes and everything. But really, it's about knowing that purpose and the gift, that it means something. Look at 515. It says, but the what? Free. It's what? Free. free. It says, but the free gift is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense many died, much more grace of God and the gift by the grace of one man. Who's that man? It says Jesus Christ. It says here that one gift, Jesus Christ, abound to many. Now, because of one man, how many of you know that one man, that flesh man, the soul man, that was uh, uh, Adam. And because of Adam, this generation and all of us, because of that sin that Adam had, all of us have died. Many have received. We're imperfect. We missed the mark. How many of you missed the mark? How many of you, not knowing Christ, even missed the mark even worse? But what sin is worse? It's a sin is sin. And so because of that one man, now, but because of this other man, Jesus Christ, it says grace abound more and more. And I want you to notice that it didn't say Christ Jesus. It said Jesus Christ. And I, I prayed about this. And I said, Lord, Jesus Christ. Well, of course, his Christ is not his last name. But Jesus Christ, it's, it's the flesh. It's talking about the flesh, Jesus. And he's still anointed. Christ means anointing. Christ means the anointed one. So it's talking about the flesh, Jesus. Jesus here on the earth that was anointed. And it produced grace. But watch this. Then go to... Um, Romans 6.23. You know, when I got saved, I got saved, praise the Lord, at a Baptist church. Amen? Man, them Baptists, they preach salvation. I'm telling you, the first thing when I got saved, they took me in. Uh, they told me about Christ, and they, they taught me how to win others to Christ within the first five months. How to be able to give your testimony in five minutes. And they gave me the scriptures, which is called the Roman Road. 3.23, 6.23, and Romans 10.9. The Roman road. I don't know if you know that. You know that, right, Andy? Pastor. I probably had figured you were Baptist at one time. <laughs> I think we all were at one time. But listen, we can continue to grow. There's so much more. The love of God is so unlimited. There's so much more that Christ God has for us. But look at verse uh, Romans 6.23. It says, for the wages of sin is what? The wages of sin is death, missing the mark, but, here it is again, here it is, the gift of who? The gift of God. God loves giving gifts. And listen, 
For me, I love to give gifts to my children. And it says here, but the gift of God, watch this, but the gift of God is eternal life. Now, it doesn't say Jesus Christ. It says what? Christ Jesus. Now it's talking about the anointed Jesus. It's talking, he's still anointed, but he's talking about the spirit portion of it. The flesh brings grace. The spirit brings what? Life. And there's a scripture in the book of John that the word of God is spirit and life. So when we get a hold of grace and we receive Jesus into our lives, believing that not only did he die, but he rose from the dead and accept him into heart. We've received, we received grace. We received salvation. But here he says, now, watch this, the gift of God in Christ Jesus is eternal life. We begin to live a new life. You're no longer a flesh person. How many of you have been born again? Listen, we still have a body. But the body doesn't live. We died with Christ. Now we live in the spirit. And those that are led by the spirit are sons of God. But now we're not living in our flesh, man. Even though we're still here in the flesh, we're living in our spirit, man. And it's time as we begin to grow in the Lord and begin to want, we begin to do what the spirit says and not what our flesh says. Because if our, we would listen to our flesh, we wouldn't be here this morning. The cowboys are playing. It was flesh things happening. But man, the spirit man lives in us. So now it brings eternal life. It's bringing life. And everything we do, we bring life. And it's learning to listen to Christ. So I remember uh, uh, my wife and I, we, were, we weren't uh, pastors at the time. And we were attending a church in Houston, Texas, La Barrio. It's, man, we were, man, we were in Houston, Texas, way south, south side, out there in the, and when we have church, you would hear guns, you'd hear ambulance, or having church, or police cars, gunshots, right, big. And that church didn't have AC, remember? In the summertime in Houston with no AC. Now, our flesh man said, don't go there. But our spirit man said, that's where you need to be. We've been faithful and learning to be obedient to listen to God. And so, Pastor, something happened to his car. He didn't have a car. And, and the Lord told me, get him a car. Man, I've never given that much in my whole life. But, you know, as the Spirit, when you listen to the Spirit, he provides. So I told my wife, you know, God told, us, told me to get Pastor a car. Are you sure you're listening to God? We need some car. We need some. No, but she said, yeah. So we came in agreement and God supernaturally gave me this car, really cheap, man. It, and it was a beautiful car. Just the connections, like uh, Andy was talking about, his, his dad, just divine connections, divine appointments. We needed to get rid of a car. We ended up got in, getting the car, beautiful car. And I remember working here in Austin, Texas, living in Houston, but I was working in Austin. And I called Pastor, and I said, hey, man, the Lord got me a car that I want to I want to give to you. He says, are you sure? Are you want to give me a car? I go, well, the Lord told me to get it for you. You need to come pick it up. It's here in Austin. He says, okay. Um, he got a friend to bring him over here. And I'm working. I don't know if you guys know the Stephen F. Austin building here in Austin, Texas. I'm working on the eighth floor. And, I'm, and he called me. He goes, I'm here. Where's the car? I said, it's down there. I parked it right down. And I could look from, my eighth, from the eighth floor. I could look down in the parking and I could see the car. 
And I saw it, and I said, it's, it's right there. It's a Cutlass Supreme. It's burnt orange. Oh, and he's looking. Oh, and he's just a smiling and just happy. He's kicking the tire. Just like it works. He's just excited. Because nobody ever gave him something like that before. And so I, I'm just looking, and, and this, this feeling, this joy. It wasn't about trying to get something back. It wasn't anything. It was that I listened to God and he provided. And, and, and I was looking down and I was like, wow. And this feeling came over me, this just joy, just a goodness. And, and I'm looking at Pastor and he's got his car and the keys there. And he's, man, he's all happy. And, and I can't get down there and I'm looking and all of a sudden I hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. Go see that joy you're feeling right now looking down at? <laughs> he says, I'm looking at you. And that same joy that you have, I have. Because you listened. And I provide. And I want to bless you and bring you gifts like that all the time. Just how you feel like that, that's how I feel when I see you open my gifts. When I see you, when I see you, I put something there before you and you open it up and you begin to use it. Sometimes we don't appreciate it. You know, when they gave me my first car, it was a 1963 uh, Impala station wagon. <laughs> I wish it was the Impala. It was a station wagon with the sides and the back opened up like on sideways. Man, I had, I could fit 25 people in there. Going to a carload movie for $1.99. Man, that was a monster car. And, you know, I didn't pay for it. I didn't really take care of it. Yeah, it, I didn't like it that much. I was ready to get rid of it. But, you know, I didn't appreciate it as much. I was glad I had it. But when I bought, I traded it in. For my car, the 1976 Nova hatchback, three on the floor, bucket seats, boom, boom. And I had to pay for it. It was a little bit different. Hey, don't bring that mud in the car. Hey, watch it. You, you appreciate it a little bit more because it's actually you're paying for it. But see, Christ gave us a price we didn't pay for. And sometimes we don't appreciate everything that it has. Everything. We're glad we got it. We're glad we're saved. We're glad we're not going to hell. But listen, sometimes we take it for granted. Maybe it's a little dirty. Maybe it's a little messed up. But we got it. And so today, see, think about this gift. Of how precious it is, this gift that God gave. He gave us this gift because hell was not meant for us. Not meant for the world. And who do we really want to share this gift with? Those people that are in your life, you know somebody. So it's a gift that we receive from Christ. Now look at uh, John chapter 7, verse 39. A gift from God. Now I'm going to talk the gift of Jesus. Jesus turned around and gave us gifts. Amen? Watch this. John 7, 39. It says this. But this he, which is Jesus, spoke concerning what? Spirit. Concerning what? Now notice that this is in the book of John chapter 7. Now, he hadn't given this, 
He's not giving the Spirit until he get, we get to John chapter 20. But he, way at the beginning, when they got, when G, Jesus had his disciples, he started telling them about a gift. I'm, I'm going to give you the, the Spirit. The Holy Spirit, watch what he says. He says, spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would what? Receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet what? Given. Because Jesus, watch this, because Jesus was not yet glorified. He hadn't gone to the cross. He hadn't rose from the dead. So he says, I'm going to give you this gift, but I can't give it to you yet. I'm telling you from the beginning, this is for you. But when my body is glorified, you're going to receive it. I'm going to give it to you. I can't give it to you now, but you will have it. So he's telling these to his disciples. Listen, God's given us gifts. And he wants us to be ready for them. Watch this. Go to John chapter 20, verse 19. It says here. 19 to 22. Then the same day at evening. The what? Same day. At evening being the first day of the week. When the doors were shut. Where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be with you. He had just been crucified three days. What's the first thing he does? Everybody's hiding. They're in the room. He says, peace be with you. Whatever challenges you go through, even in Christmas, during this year, uh, I think even... uh, uh, worship leader. Matt. Matt said, hey, he got us through the year. Think about some of the good things that you had throughout this year that he's taken care of. How he's ended up providing even, even whatever it is. He says, you got you through the year and he's here with you, providing, taking care of you. And Jesus says, the first day of the week, the doors were shut. They weren't letting anybody in. He still got in. Even sometimes, how many of you, have we ever shut Jesus out? Have we ever got upset and things didn't give? We, we, we didn't get what we thought we wanted or this, it was been a tough year. It's been a challenging year and we tend to do it, leave Jesus out and we're going to do it our way. And then after you finish doing it your way, come back. He's still there. He says, you ready? Allowing me to handle it. Jesus never, even in your mess ups, even when you shut the door. And the disciples had the door shut. And look what he says. When he had showed this, he says, peace be with you. And when Jesus had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad that they saw the Lord. I believe he showed them the glorified body. He's showing them where he was pierced, where he was stabbed. And he's right there in front of them and they see him. I don't know, how, how would you, what would you do if you saw somebody with their hands pierced and, whoa. But they said, man, this is God. This is the Lord. This is what he was talking about back in John 7. His glorified body. And in order, just to confirm it, look what he says. He says, then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Verse 21. So Jesus said to them again. Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, 
he breathed on them and said to them, receive what? The Holy Spirit. God came. The gift of God came and he came and gave us Jesus. Jesus turns around and shows us an example here on earth how a believer should live. How a believer can pray and believe, pray for the sick, and they recover. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. If he said it, he will do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. God's word never fails. So Jesus comes and the first thing he says, listen, here's my glorified body. And the first thing he does is, here's the Holy Spirit. He shows himself up and he says, here, receive the Holy Spirit. Breathe on them. Look at Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Peter replied, repent and be baptized every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. And you will receive what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. You know that the Holy Spirit is a person. It's it's part of the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so Jesus turns around. He's breathed on them. And then he says, baptize them. And he says, listen. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit here in the book of Acts. Now, he's given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. What are we doing with the Holy Spirit today? How are we allowing the Holy Spirit? What are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Because now the Holy Spirit wants to turn around and give gifts to men. In Ephesians chapter 4, it says he gave gifts to men. He's given us apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors. He's given us gifts. But he's also given us spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. And and so I want to share with you today that when we see the tree that Christ has, he's given us his son. We've accepted his son. We believe Jesus. We've got Jesus. And Jesus is uh, working in our lives. But then he says, listen, receive the Holy Spirit. Because listen, we need help here on earth. Amen? We can't do it in our own strength. Trust me, I've tried. But when you have the Holy Spirit and he's speaking to you, when he tells you, I want you to do this, when he told my wife and I, we didn't know how we were going to get a car. We didn't know we had enough money to get a car. Yet God provided. When when we listen to the Holy Spirit, it, it just automatic. So then, here's the gift. And these are from, let's just say that these are from the Holy Spirit. I only got three. I was only able to get three. My wife didn't let me get the other seven from the house. But example, just so you, a visual. Because I learned that from Pastor Andy. He'll have a visual. Have a, he'll put something. I said, man, you know what? I'm going to do that. That's pretty good because you, you remember, you can remember it. If you don't remember the message, at least you'll remember the visual, right? And so I said, remember, maybe you don't remember the message, but there's gifts from the Holy Spirit. And, and here, look. 
It's a gift, a spiritual gift to Pastor Art from the Holy Spirit. Word of wisdom. I need wisdom. Here's another one. Gifts of healing. Maybe another one. Everybody talks about that one. The gift of tongues. I better close that one up. (laughs) I don't know about that one. But they're there. Growing up in my tradition in a different background, that was kind of weird. I I kept that gift, but I didn't want to open it. Because I didn't know it. And so he's got gifts for us, and he wants us to use them. It's for, it's for our benefit, not only for our benefit, but listen, guys, when you're able to use the gifts, there's no credit. When you see somebody that you give them a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, and they, they know that it's God or they get healed or something happens, because you know what? They know it can't be you. It can't be me. I'm not a healer. I couldn't heal. Uh, uh, flies headache headache of a fly I heard that one from pastor but watch this look at go 1 Corinthians chapter 12 we'll look at those I'm doing pretty good pastor it says now Paul writing to the Corinthians spiritual church yet they had many problems but watch what he's saying though concerning what Everybody say what? Concerning spiritual gifts. Brother, brotherin, sisterin. Concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be what? Ignorant. Another translation says unaware. In other words, listen, I don't want you to be ignorant or unaware of some spiritual gifts. Another word, uninformed or unenlightened. Paul, again, writing to the Corinthians. He says, listen, in other words, listen, there's these spiritual gifts. Some of you maybe haven't opened them. Maybe some of you aren't aware. Maybe how do do we work these or how do these work? Have the Holy Spirit continue to, you already have the Holy Spirit. But the manifestation, watch, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. Now, in Romans 12, there's some other gifts. It talks about administrative gifts, gifts of helps. Some of us have that talent. Whatever talent we have, those are gifts that were given by God. What you're good at. You know, I, I wasn't good at speaking. I was like Andy, shy. I don't in school, never wanted to speak. Uh, when I started working for this company, they would send me to school to teach me how to sell, to teach me how to speak in front of a crowd. Now, I didn't know at the time, but God was preparing me for something. God has given each and every one of us a gift, not more. But look at here, verse 4. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of 
activities. Man, this is one church. They got plenty of diversities. They got, he's even, we even got boxing here. But just like for this little child, diversities, foster care, all this adoption, everything, they're all right here through different people who have gifts, who enjoy doing what they've been called to do. And when you're doing your gift, it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like, to go help with the church today. It's something that you know this is, this is what you are moving in. This is what you're active in and you enjoy sharing your gift. And listen, it blesses others but you get blessed. You bless others with your gift and yet you get blessed to see the people you're impacting. The people you're touching just by being and using the gift that God has called you to have or use. Now watch his, he says, diversity is a gift, but the same God who works all in all. Now verse seven, watch this. But the manifestation of the spirit, the manifestation of the spirit's gifts that live in you, it says here, is given to each one for the profit of all. It's given to profit everyone. You know, Jesus was a carpenter so that he, carpenters build things. He wanted to build us up, not tear us down. Jointly together and create, create the body of Christ. Look what it says here. To one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. To another, faith. By the same spirit. To another gifts of healing. By the what? Same spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another different kinds of tongues. That's the one I had problems with. Different kinds of tongues. And then it says to another the interpretation of tongues. But the same spirit. Now notice there's nine. Nine gifts. Do you know that there's also nine fruits? Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, patience. Ooh, patience. No wonder it's at the end. And then, and then self-control. And, and, and the Holy Spirit was teaching me. As, as we're fruit-bearing. As long as you water yourself with the word, as long as you water yourself with the water of the washing of the word, as long as you water yourself in the spirit, living waters, your fruit's going to grow. And that fruit is going to continue to love, joy, peace, grow. And as it grows, it grows with the gifts that need to operate. Because if you use the gifts wrong, you know, I had a, I had a, a friend who God used him mightily. He was um, homosexual or gay or I don't know if I said it right. And, you know, I'm going to offend somebody. But he had a different lifestyle. He died, came back. God spoke to him and told him to share his testimony and share it with others. And he had a gift 
that he would hear God and, tell, and God would tell him, I want you to tell him this, 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 and this about their lives or something. And they would be astonished. He would come and tell me, hey, God told me to tell you this, this, and this. What? Where I was going through something. He didn't even know. I didn't tell nobody. And he would, work, he would move in a gift, the word of wisdom. And I said, how do you know? He goes, I just hear God tell me to tell you. I go, like how? Like how? He says, well, I just hear he says, tell Pastor Art this. I go, man, do you hear it? Yeah, it's a gift that he opened, and he learned how to use it. But then there was many people from the church found out, and they were coming here. What did God say? What did God say? And he started using it for his. And he, they take him to lunch. They give him money. I found out about it, Pastor. I said, brother, that's not right. You shouldn't be doing that. That's not the way. It, the, the gift is free. The gift is God's giving you to use it. You Don't do that. Well, he continued for a while, got off track, ended up messing up, and then God put him back in line. But see, we have to grow in the fruit of the Spirit so that there's no agenda. We just do it because we love God and that we're doing it. And if you look in Galatians chapter 4, it says that some of us aren't ready to receive. You're not going to let a child drive your car. There's no way. I'm not going to let my child drive a car. I won't have a car. Even if he's 13 and he thinks he can drive. <laughs> Listen, guys. I challenge you today. I challenge you today. That this, is, this month we're celebrating and getting ready for the new year. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're celebrating Jesus in December because Jesus wasn't born in December. But it was placed here for us. It's not a coincidence, a coincidence, so that we could prepare ourselves for the new year. No better, no better thing is to celebrate Jesus and thank him and start opening the gifts that he has in store for you. If you want them, it says, but you must desire spiritual love and spiritual gifts. Share the gift with someone this month. My wife used to put on her desk, Jesus is the reason for the season. And was able just to minister to people like that. Let's use our gift. Amen? Yes. God bless. the next step and visit www.thebeatchurch.com and get connected with a community committed to applying these truths in their everyday lives. You can also give now to support our messages by visiting www.thebeatchurch.com give.